Welcome to Malicious Mamas, a podcast dedicated to an all-female perspective on lore, legends, and the creatures of the insomnia-driven fears you have at 3 a.m. I am your host, Nikki Mandiola. I'm not gonna lie, this week's episode was particularly horrifying for me to research. The very concept of a spirit with a slashed-up grin makes me feel all kinds of uncomfortable, added with the fact that every website I used for information had an image or two to accompany the facts. One also had a gif from a 2007 movie, which straight up made me exclaim, Oh hell no, that's unnecessary. So there's that. I may love scary stories in the paranormal world, but that doesn't mean I'm immune to the terrifying consequences. I still come back for more though, but I have to say, I have been pushing off this topic because it genuinely scares me. I did learn a lot about Japanese folklore though, and the abundance of female spirits that reside within the culture. This means more mamas to research, which both excites and worries me. I already have a problem sleeping as it is. I know I'm not alone, however, because of the fact that you were listening to this podcast, which I appreciate because of the support and also to be able to share in the pain of enjoying terror in this way. With that, let's get down to the business. Today's topic is Kuchisaki Ona. The actual Japanese phrase Kuchisaki Ona directly translates to slit mouth woman in English. This brings me to point out that the information I have gathered on this mama contains some Japanese phrases, and I do not in any way speak Japanese, but I will do my best with pronunciation. The origin of this tale can be traced back to either the Endo or the Heian period. In the Endo period, sightings of the spirit are blamed on shape-shifting kitsune, which are fox spirits in Japanese folklore, who were playing pranks on the young men who encountered this apparition. While the Endo period offers a light-hearted reasoning for being met by Kuchisakiona, the Heian period brings to light a more gruesome tale. Kuchisakiona was a beautiful but very vain woman who either was the wife or concubine to a samurai warrior. When the warrior discovered that she was cheating on him, he flew into a rage, taking his katana and slashing her mouth from ear to ear. As a final blow, he asked, who will think you're beautiful now? A similar version of the tale exists where the vain woman could not resist asking her husband constantly if she was beautiful. He was a jealous, paranoid man himself and eventually conjured up the theory that his wife was cheating on him. One night, blinded by rage, he slit her face, forming a permanent smile. Alternately, in this story, the woman takes her life so that her spirit will be bound to earth to enact her vengeance. This action is what causes Kuchisaki Ona to be lumped in with the Japanese folklore of the yurei. To put it simply, as I intend to cover this topic in a future episode, yurei is the term for ghost in Japan. The majority of these spirits are female, and some seek vengeance for the wrongs they encountered in their human life. Think of the movie The Ring as a reference. By purposely taking their lives, yorei are able to tie their hatred to the world and turn their spirits into ghosts. Kuchisaki Ona doesn't always take her life in every version, however. She can also be murdered by her husband or die from her injuries, 
which I guess is the same situation. The legend was originally used as a cautionary tale for women to remain faithful, but eventually took on a whole other meaning entirely by the 20th century. When the 1800s rolled around, the tale of Kuchisaki Ona fell into obscurity. There it remained until it was revived in the 1970s. During this time, people began to report sighting a woman whose face was covered by a surgical mask, tormenting those walking home alone in the evenings. An encounter with Kuchisaki Ona has been documented as follows. Coming home one night, travelers may come into contact with this spirit if they sight a woman in a long brown trench coat who could be covering her mouth with a fan, handkerchief, but most commonly, a face mask. Once she has them in her grasp, Kuchisaki Ona will ask a series of questions and depending on how they answer, they may be able to leave with their lives. Harkening back to the legend, she will first ask, Am I pretty? Or, Watashi ga kire? If the traveler says no, they are immediately met with the sharp end of a pair of long, rusty scissors perishing upon contact. Saying yes does not save them from torment, as Kuchisaki Ona will remove her mask, revealing her wounded face, and ask, Watashi ga kire? Or, How about now? Koridomo in Japanese. If the traveler says no at this second prompt, they lose their lives as well as gaining a matching grin. A second yes may bring them a false sense of confidence as the gruesome apparition will then vanish, only to return to take their lives on the threshold of their homes. This is due to the fact that Kuchisaki Ona doesn't always play fair. Her second inquiry has been known to be a play on words at times, changing the syllables in watashi ga kiri to watashi wa kiri, or shall I cut in English. There is a way to survive Kuchisaki Ona's attack. In fact, there are multiple ways. If the traveler responds yes to the first inquiry and manages to get past the removal of her mask, responding average or so-so to the second question will cause Kuchisaki Ona to ponder the response and give the victim a chance to escape. One could also flip her question right back at her, responding, Am I pretty? creating an opening to flee by stunning the spirit. Another way to avoid death is to simply provide the spirit with amber-colored hard candy, which apparently she likes, and she'll leave. The last method is the most bizarre, in my opinion. Saying the word pomade, either three or six times, will cause the apparition to falter or turn and run away. Also, carrying pomade and releasing the scent will bring about the same effect. This substance either reminds Kuchisaki Ona of the smell of her husband, or is the result of another version of the legend entirely. In this version, the woman's disfigurement was the result of a plastic surgery operation gone terribly wrong. With this belief, the scent of the pomade reminds her of the plastic surgeon. There is one last version of the tale I managed to stumble upon. Kuchisaki Ona is painted as a mental patient who, during her stay in an asylum, lost control and disfigured her face by her own hand. 
All of this brings us to the year 1979, when the legend of this spirit caused a mass panic in Japan. Rumors of a woman dressed as the apparition and donning the same surgical mask had been cited harassing children, either stabbing or chasing the kids into traffic. Police immediately increased their patrols and ordered children to stay indoors. Teachers were required to walk their students home after school in large groups as well. The hysteria was confirmed in 2007 when a coroner discovered records of a woman hit by a car who was in mid-pursuit of a child. The records noted that the woman maintained the same ghastly grin as Kuchisaki Ona. There was never any clarification of who the woman was or why she was tormenting children. Because this tale took a turn from legend and manifested into real life, I only managed to find one sighting account of Kuchisaki Ona, and to be real, it may be complete fiction. Nonetheless, it's pretty entertaining, so I felt it was appropriate to share. A boy named Toshiro and his two best friends, Taro and Kenichi, were walking home one evening after a late baseball practice, joking around, when a woman seemed to appear in front of them out of nowhere. Striking with her flowing black hair and pale skin, the woman donned a long brown coat and surgical mask. When the boys turned to walk in the opposite direction, she appeared again, blocking their path. As she walked toward them, the boys became frozen in fear. The woman then leaned toward Kenichi and asked, Am I pretty? Confused, the boy said no, to which the woman revealed a pair of long, rusty scissors, raised them over her head, and stabbed the boy in his chest. Toshiro and Taro immediately turned to run, but no matter which direction they desperately clamored toward, the woman was faster. Directing her attention to Taro, she inquired, Am I pretty? And fearing for his life, the boy replied, Yes. Removing her mask, the woman repeated her question to Taro, but horrified at her mangled face, the boy spat out a no, causing the woman to cut him in half. Finally, turning toward Toshiro, the woman uttered her previous question. This time, Toshiro responded with a definitive yes both times. Smiling, the woman grabbed the boy by his jaw and used her scissors to replicate the face he found so beautiful on his own as a parting gift. On that unsettling note, let's conclude this episode. If you have any suggestions on mamas you'd like me to cover, or a spooky tale to share, please send an email to maliciousmamas at gmail.com. Also, if you could rate, comment, and subscribe to Malicious Mamas on your favorite podcast app, I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Until next time, keep it real, mamas.